Welcome to Maestros On Air, presented by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Maestros On Air is a discussion of culture, news events, and life on the Space Coast, and highlights the music, concerts, and personalities of the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. On the show, you'll hear from President of the Symphony Board, Eric Lee. SCSO Director of Communications, Bill Trudeau, and me, Jeremy Hickman. Sometimes we're even joined in the studio by the maestro himself, Aaron Collins. We're glad you're listening, so let's get going and find out what happens on this episode of Maestros On Air. Uh, top of the morning to you. Ah, uh, top of the morning to you, Bill. Jeremy. Hey, top of the morning, gentlemen. And uh, who's to your uh, left there, Bill? Why don't you introduce our uh, special guest? Uh, Are you serious? Introduce him? Does he need an introduction? Well, this, well, this is an audio program. People can't see him sitting there. So, yeah, I think he is going to need an introduction. Right, if we're on TV, you might be able to. Dr. Patrick Hennessy. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for that introduction, Bill. That was, yeah. That was, was by the way, I am sitting to your left. Welcome aboard. You're Thank sitting you. to my left. Yes. Right, I, was trying to paint I, a, I was trying to paint a picture. <laughs> you know, like they do on football, you know, moving from left to right. Yeah, but it's all uh, relative, though. Just like if you're going to be coming from the south direction and you're supposed to be turning left and you, you shoot past your, your left, you have to make a U-turn. Now you're going to go right. Exactly. That's so why you I said it, at your left. I'm well, lost. <laughs> the doctor is at your left. Well, we're going to talk to Dr. Pat Hennessy throughout the hour today, but the reason he's here is we have an upcoming concert, uh, the second edition of the Big Band Bash. We'll talk about that a little later on, though. First, though, let's talk about the most recent concert we had, which was Music of the Olympics. Yes, hmm. that, was a, that was a great concert, the Music of the Olympics. All your uh, big Olympic favorites. Like, just name one, for example. Oh, how about the theme from the Olympics? Right, the theme from the Olympics. You know, <laughs> yeah. boom, Very nice, boom, Jeremy. Boom, Nicely boom, done. You know, boom, it's all boom, about John Williams. <laughs> yes, it is. So uh, we might have a cut of that. I was going to say, you know, let's go ahead and uh, cut this train wreck short and go right to a clip of the music.
from the Olympics, the most recent concert from the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. That started off the show uh, and often starts off the Olympics itself. It's Arnaud's Bugler's Dream, segueing right into John Williams' Olympic fanfare and theme. Yep, just like they do it on TV. So what did you think of the concert, Patrick? It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It's a, well, you know, Aaron schedules good music for brass players. And... Uh, we always we feel our oats, and afterwards we need a nap. Yeah, because it's it's physically exerting. But at least we're not trumpet players. Well, they really were like this, getting hammered. Yeah, concert. this particular concert, the trumpets were working really hard, and they sounded great. Yeah, the but they were really getting hammered. Yeah. See, during the concert, he kind of spaced it out. There'd be like a brass piece, and then there'd be something else, and then there'd be a brass piece, and there's something else. Yes. But during the rehearsals, like. Boom, boom, all the, everything was like right in a row. It was, it was uh, brutal, but it, it turned out really good. And I think the audience really liked it too. Well, it was beautifully programmed as yeah. well the, with the back and forth between uh, the, uh, the, the heavy brass and then the subtlety of the, of the swan and, and, right. and 
matching everything with the videos. Right, the videos were very, really good. It was fantastic. And plus the video at the beginning, where's the conductor? I always laugh <laughs> every time I see that, too. That's really funny. It is funny. Yeah, I had actually not seen that in uh, about a year or two, uh, and I assumed they might be playing it, but wasn't uh, quite sure, and then it uh, came up and they played it, and uh, I think I wasn't the only one where towards the end, uh, a lot of people all turned around looking towards the back thinking uh, that Aaron was going to run down Well, that's what the he back. did the four years ago. Yeah, right. He came in and from he, the back. They, ex- they expected that this time. Right. In fact, interestingly enough, I don't know if you noticed the uh, the concert in Melbourne, actually, the right at the right time, the back door opened. Uh, and you know, I thought, oh, well, th- there he is. He's coming in the back door. But it yeah. was just—it was just pure accident. Somebody actually opened that back door, and yeah. everybody turned around, yeah. you know, waiting for him to walk in. And uh, then he just walked out on stage. Right. Well, that's what he did, you know, four years ago. So, but that was—that's really funny. That's a really funny video. You know, when he puts like the mayonnaise and the honey in his hair. <laughs> I cr- I'm cracking. That's up. right. I'm cracking up every time. No, but that was a really good concert. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. Very. Uh, again, the the videos were. were Perfectly chosen. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And I think, even though it wasn't, um, but like the video about the Munich Olympics, I thought yes. that was really good. Yeah, and those of us that were are old enough, like Bill, to to remember <laughs> the Munich Olympics. Uh, you know, watching watching all that unfold on TV, it was it was very moving, dramatic. Right. It was very moving and very dramatic. You are correct. Yes. So, and then you, you've got a concert coming up, what, uh, shortly. Yes, the, actually. The new, the new Big Band Bash. Big Band Bash 2.0. This coming Saturday, August 27th, 7 p.m. Yeah, in fact, I've not been shy at all about saying that in last year's program, uh, the Big Band Bash was my favorite concert. There's a whole schedule of concerts coming up, and in fact, if... Uh, you didn't already hear it. If you go look at the stream of the podcast, we did a season announcement not too long ago where Aaron and I sat down and went through every uh, concert that was scheduled at the beginning of the season. Uh, we'll we'll schedule a few more concerts as the year goes along, but uh, we ran down all those that were scheduled at the time of the season announcement. And there are several really good upcoming concerts, but uh, there were two in particular that I'm most looking forward to. One is the Star Wars concert coming in December. Is it December or January? I got to look at the schedule December. again. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I truly am uh, the most anxious about is the Big Band Bash because I really enjoyed it. I just, uh, and that was the first time that you uh, did that concert being the director of the Space Coast Jazz Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I didn't... I didn't get talk to anybody after that concert that had anything less than a positive reaction. Sometimes you get people, usually people don't say unkind things, but they might be kind of neutral in their response. Uh, everybody I talked to had very positive things. I thought it was just, it was very well done. It was a good pick of music. In fact, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. I, I'm curious about what goes into music selection. Clearly, you, you you pick songs that are popular and people are going to like, but you do something a little bit different with either the arrangement or uh, having a special instrumentation. Uh, what's your process? It's actually a very complex process. Uh, it includes a dartboard and some papers on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That would, that would be a little bit easier. No, I, you know, there's so many factors to, that, that come into play. And, uh, and one thing I do is always keep the audience in mind because you want to you wanna play things that the audience will recognize or something uh, by an artist whom, whom they know. 
But beyond that, uh, you, you have to match the music to the band, to the musicians. And I never pick a program until I have the personnel in place because I want to know who's going to be playing what and, and who, I'm, who I can feature. I've got to feature that person because they're, they're just you know, so amazing, et cetera. Um, and then I have, a, I, have just, I have access to a very large library of, of, uh, of arrangements that, that are unique and stellar in their own in their own right so that you know it's and then i have to then you go for styles uh fast swing medium swing i i have to get a latin piece in there oh there's no ballads etc all of this you know and meanwhile i uh, now i'm i'm including a vocalist on almost every every concert as well oh let's do i uh i think oh n- not on every song but just no. within the concert within the concert yes uh, yeah as i recall uh, not the big band bash but the second jazz concert uh, yes. we had last year uh you had a featured vocalist and i believe they 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 came out saying about three songs in the first that half and about Cole. three songs in the second half yes yeah she was great yes she's fantastic she she just really knows how to how to put on a show. Oh, that, well, that, that was exactly the word I was thinking in my mind was entertainer. She yes. really is an entertainer. I mean, you know, in addition to having a good voice, she really knew how to come and show, you know, that she was having a good time and got everybody else into it. And they were having a good time too. You know, and on that concert, first of all, she's, she wasn't feeling well. And she, so she was having a few health issues, but none of us knew. And that's, you know, that's one of the definitions of a real professional. So who's singing this weekend? So uh, this weekend is Lisanne Lyons. She's a she. She actually has a, a DMA in vocal performance, uh, jazz vocal. She founded the jazz studies, the jazz vocal studies program down at Florida International University. And I have not met her personally yet, but she was recommended, and I looked up, I checked out recordings and 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 YouTube's of her performances. And number one, every group that she sang with was was fantastic. Was high-level professional group. And secondly, she was up to the task. She, she really nailed it. Is that where she is now, uh, teaching down at FIU? Yes, yes. She'll be driving up to, to come spend the weekend with us. So, and, uh, you know, so that's the, the, the question will be, you know, we're talking about Linda and how she can just control the room. Well, I'm interested in, in working with Lisanne and see how, see how she does that because, you know, she obviously can deliver a song. And she has all of her own arrangements. They sound great. And she will actually be this, the entire second half. We'll, oh. The band will open up. So we're gonna, the band will play the entire first half, intermission, and we'll come back and play the opening selection. And then we'll bring Lisanne on, and she's got the rest of the show. Oh, very nice. Well, you mentioned earlier, and we were talking about the last year's concert, but you said part of your process is uh, before you pick the music, you need to understand what musicians you are going to have so that you can feature them. So we just talked about uh, the vocal musician, if you will, uh, who's going to be featured in the second half. Uh, can you talk to, about anybody that uh, maybe is not with the symphony that might be a guest player that's coming in or somebody that's in the symphony that you're specifically going to highlight during the first half? I think in this particular concert, we don't have any of the regular symphony players, well, the orchestral players. Uh, so, this is a bespoke concert. A what? A bespoke <laughs> concert made specifically <laughs> for that's this a, event. Uh, $3 word. Sorry, that's a three and a half dollar word there. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm a trombone player. Oh, sorry. We're ad hoc. How's that? <laughs> yeah, you're, yes, you're, yes. you're an instructor. You got yes. that one. <laughs> so, um, 
No, this is these are all specialists. Uh, just yeah. like a, just like our symphony musicians are specialists in the symphonic uh, repertoire. It's the all star team. This I, Jeremy, I am so excited about this band. Uh, top to bottom, everyone in this band are, are first call uh, musicians in the Central Florida and Florida is southeast area, and uh, uh, I I just shake my head when I think of of the people who have agreed to come and play with us this 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 weekend. Well, now you've gotten me excited because I just I'm remembering last year's Big Band Bash and towards the end of the concert where you introduced most of the musicians, I was truly in awe of their bona fides. You talked about each player and the different, you know, groups that they had played with historically sure. and you know they 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 were all power players, every single one of them. And this is mostly the same people. Okay. But with a few, a few of the others, I, I added in this time because some can't make it, and so I, I call someone else, and and they just happen to have even more experience. And so these are people who have, if you look at their their resumes, it's just an all star lineup. Each each of these individuals have played with everyone, and uh, and all over the world. So this this is going to be a, and and some and a couple of these players are very young players. They're they're not long out of college. But they are just, you know, they're fantastic. Before we completely leave the topic of last year's concert, why don't we play one clip from last year's concert, which I believe was the the final song, uh, uh, jazzing everybody up, no pun intended, uh, before we went out into the night, and uh, the song Sing, Sing, Sing. Yes, and that was Barry Smith on drums, and I think... I don't think there was a person in that room that did not recognize that particular song. Oh, that's, it, a, yeah, that's a favorite. It brought the house down. So d- yeah. let's take a listen right now. Oh, okay.
Well, there you go. Sing, sing, sing from last year's big band bash. And if that doesn't get your heart pumping, uh, I don't know what will. You probably you're probably tuned into the wrong podcast. But if uh, if you like that uh, this weekend, come get more of it at the second installment of the Big Band Bash. Uh, Dr. Patrick Hennessy, the director of the Space Coast Jazz Orchestra, is here. Uh, sir, I want to ask you about uh, that particular song, and we talked about this earlier, but again, I mean, instantly, as soon as you hear the drums, you know what this song is. And as you listen to the whole song, you recognize it, but there's just something a little different, and I think you did some different things with the instrumentation. Can you talk to that? Well, it's not that I did anything differently, but but I... Um, well, as, at a minimum, you made some choices. Yes, yes. And knowing that John Orsini was... the you know, Well, he's such a master musician, but he's a master clarinetist. And so he took over the clarinet solo on that particular selection and just absolutely nailed it. And, and he, he is such an unassuming individual, but... He, it's not just his playing, it's his knowledge of the music. So when he plays the solo, it's not that he's just playing the solo. He's playing the solo with, with a lot of information from, from, from his experience with the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra and with you know, Jimmy Dorsey Orchestra and all, all the years of big band playing that he's... So he, and he can tell you a lot about the original recordings as well. So that's, that's why I love giving John that kind of material to work with. And I'm going to feature him again on this uh, this particular concert coming up. Except we have him on lead alto. We're going to, he's going to be manning the first alto chair and leading the saxophone section. But uh, so I picked a little solo for him that was actually composed by Charles Mingus. But it's uh, it's a piece called Jelly Roll, and that Charles Mingus wrote in honor of Jelly Roll Morton. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe it was in honor of a donut. No. (laughs) Jelly Roll donut. Well, we know where tuba players (laughs) go. That's (laughs) right. It's all about food. It is about food. Doesn't that sound good, Bill? Yes. Jelly Roll donut. But, uh, you know, Jelly Roll, the tune, (laughs) (laughs) it it harkens back to the early New Orleans style with, you know, Jelly Roll Morton. So interestingly enough, and I I claim no talent, but this is no exaggeration, but uh, when I was in high school and I was a tuba player, we actually played that song "Jelly Roll." Really? And it, I mean, it, it was uh, it was uh, it was uh, arranged for high school band, so yeah, it was a little yeah. bit different. But yes, I I do remember that. I mean, I, I say I, I I can't quite remember the song, but I remember the feeling that I got when we played it. Because <laughs> I, I love that, and uh, you know, also. Uh, not quite the same, but it, it's making me think, you know, a Dirty Dozen Brass Band yes. and that whole style of music. And that's what this selection tries to capture is that essence of the New Orleans Brass Band. Uh, but with, you know, with Jelly Roll Morton at the piano, but but it actually you know, starts off featuring trombone and then late, and then it goes into featuring the alto saxophone. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing John Orsini play on this particular selection as well, because he will bring all that history to that solo. So we can give our audience a little concert preview. What what other uh, masterpieces are we going to have? I, actually, actually, if I can, uh, it, you just uh, while we were talking earlier, uh, you were running down some of the songs, and I believe one of the songs uh, you actually have history with, and you've specifically chosen it. Oh yes, uh, it's a selection composed by Frank Foster for the Count Basie Orchestra, called Four Five Six, and. Uh, I, I was introduced to this, to this song, oh, decades ago, via recording of the Count Basie Orchestra. So when I was able to purchase it, I, I, I 
I brought it in when I was at the directing the jazz program at University of Hawaii. And my last year was about the sixth year in a row that we had received a, a invitation to a festival. And this particular time was to the North Texas Jazz Festival. So I opened I opened the the concert at North Texas with my University of Hawaii Jazz Ensemble with uh, Frank Foster's four, five, six. And it's a, it's just a terrific chart. And so for this particular concert coming up this week, we're going to do the same thing and open up with that selection. It's a great opener. Um, and it's an opportunity to give a lot of, a lot of guys in the band a chance to blow. So, so that's what we're going to listen to now. Yes. Four, oh, five, six. That's great. Yeah. But, but more importantly, uh, it, it should be understood that this is not just some random recording. This is a recording that you, you were there. This is this is is the recording live of my University of Hawaii jazz band at the 2007 North Texas Jazz Festival.
That's what I'm talking about. Four, five, six from a concert from 2007 at the North Texas Jazz Festival. Dr. Pat Hennessy was directing that when he was the director at the University of Hawaii. University of Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, nice bluesy piece, which uh, I'm always partial to blues. Uh, if you'd like to hear that song or others like it, make sure you come to the upcoming Big Band Bash. Dr. Hennessy will be conducting. He has personally selected all the pieces and arrangements. Uh, we're talking with him for the hour. Uh, I'm looking forward uh, to this concert. I've said that many times. Uh, what else can we expect uh, besides uh, a little bit of blues? Well, besides four, five, six, I, and the aforementioned Jelly Roll, I think those would be the two that would be least recognized by our audience. I think everything else would, is going to be very familiar. Uh, the, the, the selection Just Friends comes from the Doc Severinsen Library. It's a Tommy Newsom chart that, that featured Doc when, that should be good. On, from, on the Tonight Show. So who's it, doing the Doc part? It's uh, a great arrangement. Well, I'm leaving it up to, I have two great players in the trumpet section, it, so it's either going to be Justin Diaz or Matt McCarty. So they're going to fight it out and see. Well, trumpet fight! Yeah, see who's, who's going to be the Doc part. Well, I, you know, especially in a professional arena. So they can, they can have a duel to the death as yeah. long as they don't punch the other people on the lips, right? Did you? No. <laughs> they punch the other guy on the yeah. lips, they're out, because that will give them a ruse. Now, did, I don't know if you guys remember this, but many years ago, there was a trumpet battle on The Tonight Show Live. Not fight, just a, a trumpet duel between Doc Severinsen and Al Hurt. That was probably. Did good. you remember uh, this? This seems vaguely familiar, but I can't. I, can't I remember really... when it. But when it, I think it, it seems like I remember seeing that it happened, but I didn't know who the other trumpet player was. Well, it happened was, twice, and the okay. first time, the first time Al Hurt came on, and and I don't even remember the selection, but it was so epic. Epic. I, it was. It was. It was incredible. <laughs> and Al Hurt was on fire. Al, people forget what a great trumpet player he was, but he was absolutely on fire to the point that when it when it ended, the 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 band stood up and clapped, and Doc Severinsen. <laughs> yeah, okay. Doc Severinsen was bowing to Al Hurt. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Doc Severinsen got a little irritated that his own band <laughs> was uh, showing deference to uh, no. the other trumpet player. No, but but anyway, so that you know, so speaking of trumpet battles, I, that 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 was one of my most memorable. But yeah, I like to leave it to the to the to the players. They, you know, the musicians know who's who's going to handle something best. So you mentioned that uh, these are a lot of uh, stringers that you're bringing in. Yes. And that, uh, you know, it's kind of an all-star cast. Uh, but you didn't say how many, how many players, how, how large of a section are we going to have? Well, it's a it's a typical big band uh, ensemble. So it's going to be four trumpets, four trombones, five saxophones, and three rhythm, piano, bass, and drums. So, in, you know, in addition to the Doc Severinsen Library, I'm dipping into some other, you know, uh, selections from, you know, th famous theme songs like, so Just Friends, uh, Days of Wine and Roses, and that's arranged by Mr. Tom Kubis, uh, West Coast. We've we've played at least one of his charts on every every uh, concert. Is it is it too late for a request? Maybe the theme song to Dynasty? Or I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, sorry. I meant to bring that one in, but it, it's next just, year. There's always next year. Just missed the cut on this one. You know. Then we had to the Woody Woody Herman band, and and there's a there's a great piece on on one of his recordings called "We'll Be Together Again," and that's gonna 
of course, it, you know, it's a saxophone feature because it's from the Woody Herman Orchestra. And we're going to feature Dalton Hagler on that particular selection. And then uh, we have a great trombonist, great lead trombone player, Frank Wosar, who's the lead trombone for the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. We're going to feature him on The Very Thought of You. Uh, and we all know the, we all know the, the tune Black Orpheus, uh, Day in the Life of a Fool. So we're going to, uh, that's going to feature Jeremy Freddy on, on soprano sax. Then when it's intermission and when we come back, we get, we dig into the John Williams library. And if we Curly all, Williams to you. Yes, Curly. <laughs> uh, so if we all remember the- It's a fairly the, thin library on the jazz side of things, right? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, but, but being a, starting out as a jazz piano player, he's, he certainly knew his stuff. And, uh. So if you remember the movie 1941, this was this is from that movie, Swing, Swing, Swing. So oh, that, we're going to open that. And it's very reminiscent of, you know, I thought of doing like a big band medley to open the second half. Then I decided this was more appropriate because it, it starts, starts off with the drums and it's, it's very Sing, Sing, Sing-esque. And then it goes into, you know, it, reminiscent of, of the swing era, 1941. Oh, that'll be great. But it's, People are going to love that. And then we'll bring Lisanne on, and she'll, she'll take over from there. It's going to be epic. It's going to be a great program. Well, I pardon so. me for uh, jumping around if this goes back to the first half, but you did mention that you make, have to make sure you have at least one Latin-influenced piece in there. And that would be Black Orpheus. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's where we're, end, we're ending with that. And that's a great selection. I just did that with my Stetson uh, University band at, uh, at the Lakeside Jazz Festival. And uh, um, uh, Mark, uh, Dave Steinmeier sat in with us on that uh, great trombonist who used to play with and direct the Airman a Note. So he sat in with us on on Black Orpheus, and yes, it's a it's a great tune that 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 I know our audience is going to love. A great arrangement. Well, let's talk about the Stetson Band for a minute, because that takes quite a bit of your time. In fact, the bulk of your time, that's uh, your day job, as, as one might say. Mm-hmm. Assuming people come and they really do enjoy the concert this weekend, the next jazz concert uh, for Space Coast Symphony Orchestra that you'll be putting on is uh, much later in the year. I want to say maybe in February. Well, there's a, there's a concert in November. There's one in November. And unfortunately, with my duties at Stetson, I am unable to make that one. So we've asked... Uh, Danny Jordan to lead that, to lead that particular concert. Okay. And uh, and those of you who are familiar with Danny's work, he's 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 just an amazing musician, and he's he's a great person. I he's he's a true gentleman, uh, real talent, and very easygoing, but a very serious musician. And I he's he's going to do a great job on the November. That's going to be an interesting program because it's kind of like a Veterans Day program, yes. but it's going to be a jazz. Yes, program. So that's going to be interesting be, to see what he that's chooses. That's going to be an interesting yeah. uh, program because you're kind of like putting mm-hmm. like patriotic and jazz together. So we'll yeah. see what that's that's going to be real interesting. Well, assuming that he does a fine job, and I'm sure he will. Uh, still, uh, patrons will have to wait till November to see that, and then it'll be early 2017 before they can see you at the helm again. However, my thought is. Uh, Stetson University, the band there, does a number of performances. Uh, do they have some things coming up that uh, people might want to know about, and how would they find out about it? Well, yes, we have, we'll have. we have a concert. Our first concert of the year will be October 5th, if that's a Wednesday, October 5th, uh, at the Athens Theater in the land. We're, we used to do our pro- programs in the Stetson Room on campus, 
but uh, there's so much, there's major renovations going on. So we're very excited and our audience is really excited too. In fact, for people who are listening to the podcast, if you go to maestrosonair.com, uh, we'll put this in the show notes. Yes, because our listeners are very you know, computer literate because they're listening to a podcast, so they'll be able to figure <laughs> that out. They'll probably yeah. already have it Googled before uh, we right. uh, get <laughs> like, it up on the homepage. That's a really these good These jokers point. don't even know where <laughs> the website know, is. Like, you know what the website is. They're like, they're like going, and then there it is, so... And I've asked Linda Cole to join us on that. To, to, oh, that'll be great. Since it's our first time, uh, it's not the, the, the Jazz Ensemble's first time at Athens Theater. It's been several years, though, but first time since I've been there. So Linda's going to join us on that program as well. And you've got a lot of other duties with the stats. You're with the, um, doing oh. a lot with the athletic programs, aren't well, you? That's yes. new for you this year, isn't it? Well, you know, my, my colleague, uh, Dr. Uh, Doug Phillips, he's the director of bands at Stetson, and our programs are growing. We're getting more students uh, by numbers, and we're getting quality students, very talented young players. And so he's asked me to, to, to come on board and help him out with a lot of the athletic band and, and, and symphonic band a- activities. So, yes, so I find myself quite busy these days. And I've taken over the jazz history uh, courses, too. So. Wow. So oh, I didn't know about that, that yeah, you were doing that. That's, that's new. So, so I'll be teaching jazz history and directing the jazz ensemble and working with the uh, Hatter Band and the Symphonic Band and the Pep Band in, in the spring. So how's the, so how's the jazz history work? You just start like what, like with like Dixieland and then work your way, I, work I, your way forward. Is there I, a book or do you just like ad lib? I have a text, but I don't, uh, you know, they adhere, the students adhere to it and I just talk. Okay, well, that's good. Because the idea is they have to read the text, and I talk about everything that's not in the text. It keeps them honest. That's good. (laughs) No, but that sounds interesting. It sounds like an interesting class. So, you know, getting back to the Space Coast Jazz Orchestra, so, Jeremy, you're right. I'm back with the orchestra, with the jazz orchestra in February, and that's going to be a Valentine's uh, concert. It's right around Valentine's Day. And it and the format will be a little different as far as uh, the fact that we're doing two concerts on one day. So it's a Saturday concert, and so so we'll be at two o'clock. I I can't remember which is which, but two o'clock is is uh, one concert. It's either Melbourne or v, or Vero Beach, and then the other concert. Okay, well, I think the real yeah, beach the, concert will probably be in the afternoon. I'll, I'll look Symphony it up. Somebody does that plug uh, it in. very sparingly. They they typically uh, spread that across two days, but they, they they a couple of concerts a year they'll they'll do that. Right. So we'll have, we'll have to have a we'll have to have a, a rehearsal the evening before because I can't ask the band to do a rehearsal and then two concerts. You know, I just I just had a vision for a great uh, little mini documentary. Have somebody come and uh, video uh, and show what it's like to set up, do the concert, and then everybody pack up and you know drive an hour down the road and do a second concert yeah. in the same day. I mean, it, it's certainly not uncommon for bands to do you know two concerts in the same venue you know in an evening, right. but to, to actually move the whole band from one location to another that might be a neat little. Uh, you know, ten minute documentary documentary to do. Well, so, the person that has it the most I, difficult. I, I, by the way, in my head, I just kind of I made a you know a, a, a partmento there uh, where uh, <laughs> I was thinking mini documentary, and I said documentary. <laughs> I like it. Keep well, it. I just looked it up. Uh, the early concerts in Vero Beach. It's at, actually at Waxlax. 
Center. For, I don't know. Have you played there? No. It's over on the beach side. Waxlight oh, okay. Center for Performing Arts. A very nice uh, hall. And then the uh, evening concert will be at the uh, Scott Center at Holy Trinity. Oh, okay. So that'll yeah. be um, so that'll be nice. Waxlight is a nice nice hall. You'll like it. Nice. Well, it's 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 toughest for the drummer. He's got the he's got the most work, and it's easiest for the piano player because he just sit, comes in, sits down at the piano, lifts the lid, and he's ready to go. Right. They usually don't <laughs> unless they're playing like electronic stuff. Then they got to slap a lot of stuff. But uh, if they're playing acoustic, usually the piano. Yeah, provided. I avoid I avoid the, having to the electronic the stuff. Yeah. Part of the key to building anticipation is always leaving the audience wanting a little more. So. Let's go ahead and make sure that they know that they actually need to come to the concert if they're going to hear more. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Again, last time I'll say it, probably the third time in this show, this is, this is truly my most anticipated concert of the year. So I'm looking forward to it. But we do have other concerts coming up after that. Eric? Right. We've got... You know, this weekend, in case you were sleeping at the beginning of the program, uh, this weekend we've got uh, Saturday, August 27th at 7 p.m. at the Scott Center, and then Sunday, August 28th at 3 p.m. in Vero Beach. That's the big band bash, in case you were sleeping at the beginning of the show and didn't write that down. And we've got another great concert coming up in September, the Grand Canyon Suite, Seeing is Believing. This is going to be really good, though. We've partnered with the National Geographic, so they have this whole movie about the Grand Canyon while we're playing uh, Grofe's Grand Canyon Suite. So that's going to be really good. In the Olympic concert, we did a little sneak preview. We did Finlandia, and National Geographic provided a... Um, movie so that's going to be really good yeah in fact when we did the season announcement aaron had mentioned that he doesn't really want the space coast symphony orchestra to become known as the multimedia orchestra but quite frankly every time we have multimedia ev uh, elements they are very popular and it just it adds to the music oh yeah definitely i i really like the multimedia aspect because i think it you know, let's face it, we're a visual society. You know, people like watching, you know, screens and stuff. And, and by the way, uh, it will, it will, it's worth mentioning, uh, if you haven't been to a concert in a while, the Scott Center, which is our primary home in Melbourne, uh, has always had a projector, but they just got a brand new, higher resolution, higher luminance, meaning brighter projector. Uh, that I happen to know what the retail value of that is. I won't mention it, but uh, a, a quite expensive projector that they just acquired. And so the videos that uh, are played will show up bigger, higher resolution, and brighter than ever before. And that, well, you know, since you brought that up, there's something else I'd like to bring oh, up. Oh, a surprise. That Nick, you know, Nick has been on the show. He's the, um, you know, the engineer up there. They just got a new camera up there that they can zoom in on people they can you know film the whole film the whole show and then they can zoom in on people on soloists and stuff so i was telling nick that would be a great thing to do during you know the program you have projected the orchestra and then when someone has a solo you zoom in on it i thought you're going to say he would he was going to zoom in on people who fall asleep during the concert well, that would be like the tuba. That would be the tuba player. Yeah, while, while you're doing all those uh, counting, counting of rests. rests. Yeah, that's why I like keep my fingers going, because otherwise I'll fall asleep. But I think that would be... I haven't talked to Aaron about that yet, but I think that would be a great uh, thing. The video show, game show I did last year, Zelda, they did that. They would, though, they'd be filming and they'd zoom in on the uh, orchestra 
and when the orchestra would have a player, they have like the video game, and then they whether there'd be a soloist, they'd cut in on the that, that, soloist. The way, that would a, be really fantastic. That, that is a whole other topic. Uh, in fact, I brought that up on a show when we introduced Michael Hall. You were you were not there. That's the only uh, taping of the show that you missed. Yeah, because you were actually at that that. concert. Coming back from that. Uh, And we never talked about that concert. So let's save that for another show. Maybe we can get some of the the music to play, and I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. Okay. And then I'm also doing the Pokemon show in December. There's a new program with Pokemon Go. Right. So I'm doing that in December. So that'll be exciting. That will be exciting. I'm I'm sure uh, somebody, of course, has to be talking to make sure that there are some special Pokemon that can be found I'm in the sure. concert hall during the concert. Because I'm, you know, kind of a curmudgeon, so I don't play Pokemon Go. So, <laughs> but I'm sure I that's wouldn't call be... you a curmudgeon, just a luddite. Luddite, you think yeah. so? Well, although I do have a iPhone six plus, so I'm not a total, oh, look I'm at not that. A, I'm not a total luddite. Look at that! You I, have a nice new big phone. I've had it for a while. You, but you were sleeping. So, oh, okay. All right, <laughs> moving right along. Moving right along. Well, I will mention this. As we talk about the upcoming concerts, we often talk about it, but it's worth uh, pointing out. Uh, we do have a website, uh, spacecoastsymphony.org. Uh, but just in the last couple of months, we've done a complete facelift on the website. So if you've not been to the website in the last couple of months, please do go back. Uh, It's been completely reorganized, lots of bright new graphics, uh, very clear panels of the type of information on how it's categorized, where it is. So we made it very easy to find the entire upcoming schedule, uh, as well as some special pages on uh, meeting the musicians. I mean, these are some elements that were in the prior website, uh, but these have been expanded and made more clear with more graphics. So uh, please go to the website, spacecoastsymphony.org. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show started. I mean, it's mobile optimized, so you can look up and you can see all the concerts coming up. I mean, I'm able to and just fact, look on my phone and just, now. just read it off before <laughs> I'd have, it was much harder to actually find the schedule, but now you can just look at the website and it's all the pertinent information is there. So I, I think the bigger screen helps too. I, right. You used when to really old, squint looking at that smartphone. Right, I used to have a <laughs> 3GS and that was yeah, uh, an older iPhone with yeah, a smaller it's a little, screen. little tiny. So the big one is much better. It's the old man version. So... <laughs> So anyway, but we've got the, that Grand Canyon suite is going to be really great with the video for National Geographic. And like you were saying, it's got the new high-definition projector. That's going to be uh, Saturday, September 24th at 7 p.m. And then um, at Vero Beach, it'll be Sunday, September 25th at 3 p.m. And that'll be at Vero Beach High School. Well, and then one other thing I'd like to add also that... Um, Jeremy here has recently been elected to the post of vice president. The board, uh, we had our annual meeting, we had a board meeting, and we had a vacancy, and uh, I'd like to introduce Mr. Vice President. I, Mr. I, vice President. I appreciate that. Well, you know, basically, uh, uh, my, my only function is to be prepared to step in in the event that uh, Eric is unable to fulfill his duties. And, you know, we've been looking at some of the food he's been consuming, and we're a little <laughs> bit worried about his heart. <laughs> so, uh, re- really, I, I don't have any true functions other than to, uh, to be a backup. But uh, we, well, been we, wish you, back. we wish you well on your health, Eric. I'm eating, uh, eat, trying to eat more chicken. So uh, <laughs> Eat more chicken, yes. That's right, I'm... Uh, Cutting, cutting back on. That's what all the cows say at the Chick-fil-A. Uh, 
at the Chick-fil-A uh, billboards, eat more chicken. Well, yes. I'm always amazed. Uh, we sit down to start talking about uh, what's going on with the symphony and always wondering how we're going to fill up a whole hour. But yet I, you know, the, the hour is uh, coming near to a close uh, once again. But we have something special. Uh, Dr. Hennessy, you were on the show uh, about this time last year, perhaps. It's been about a year since you were on the show. And you actually mentioned... Uh, part of your career when you were in Hawaii, and you'd mentioned a little group called Hula Joe and the Hut Jumpers. And as it turns out, our vast research department was able to uncover one of the rare recordings, and I, I'm sitting here looking actually at uh, the disc of Hula Joe and the Hut Jumpers, and there's a fantastic picture of you, and I believe that uh, we cannot get away without playing one of the clips <laughs> from this disc. Well, that was a that group was a lot of fun, and it, you know, it was it was a true collaborative effort. And this was at the time when the the whole Neil Swing thing was was in place, and so this yeah, was. I, I see a lot of zoot suits on the oh, cover yeah. here. This was the this is Hawaii's version uh, answer to that or contribution, I should say, to that movement, and uh, and really all first rate musicians, just r terrific. Uh, we garnered five stars on the national, uh, you know. Uh, magazines and national uh, journals and so on. But it still didn't go anywhere because we were in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> but it was really a lot of fun. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, just like everything else I do, I, you know, I, I wanted to mention before we moved any further that, you know, I want people to understand that, you know, I'm a, I sit next to Eric every concert and every rehearsal. I'm a regular member of the orchestra and I play I started off playing tenor trombone, and now I've been playing bass trombone. In you got a promotion in a way. For the last year, I got I got promoted to bass trombone, and and so Eric and I sit there, and and uh, we have a lot of fun playing music together, and 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 even more fun when we're not playing. Uh, probably more fun. Probably cutting up. We we cut up and joke around a lot, but so anyway, yes. <laughs> you took a higher position with the lower register. Yes, I did. I yes, I haven't bottomed <laughs> out yet. Uh, okay, so back to Hula Joe and the Hut Jumpers. Uh, let's listen to one particular song. I, what should I say? What this song is? Well, it's a. It's, it's one of my favorite cuts. It, it's really a fun, fun album. But this particular cut was was. It just kind of grabbed me, and I thought I thought our our listeners would really enjoy it. It's called Tropical Swing, is and then it segues into a song I think a lot of people would recognize. Honolulu, I'm coming back again. Dang, this ukulele. Hula Joe, could you come and tune my G string? Tropical swing is the typical thing in Hawaii. Tropical swing is anything else but new. Picture a hula girl swaying. Picture a beautiful moon. Picture an orchestra playing. An old Hawaiian too. Melody sad would never be rare in Hawaii. Strange as it seems, melodious dreams come true. About that brand new thing From Hawaii, the original land of swing 
but not with you. Nice note to end the show on. Uh, for the hour, our guest has been Dr. Pat Hennessy, director of the Space Coast Jazz Orchestra, and he will be leading the band uh, this weekend at the second annual Big Band Bash. Dr. Hennessy, thanks for being in the studio with us. Been my pleasure. Well, I think that just about does it for another show. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeremy Hickman. And I'm Eric Lee. I'm Bill Trudeau. And I'm Patrick Hennessy. And as always, we'll, we'll see you at the, the show. show. This has been Maestros on Air, brought to you by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Episodes are available at the iTunes Store or at maestrosonair.com. Maestros on Air is recorded at the Peak Velocity Studio in beautiful Brevard County on Central Florida's Atlantic Coast. For more information about the symphony or upcoming events, like us on Facebook. Or visit our webpage at spacecoastsymphony.org. Thanks for listening. And remember, as always, we'll see you at the show. A Peak Velocity production.